Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am super excited today as we have Lacey Sturm coming on formerly of Flyleaf, and today she's going to be talking about her new album, which is out now, titled Life Screams. The album is absolutely phenomenal. It's 11 songs, and it is packed with one hit after another. So I'm highly recommending people go out and pick up her album, Life Screams, which is out today. Sorry, has been out since uh, sometime in February. Apologize about that. And um, the song Impossible is currently, you know, making, making a major impact on all the hard rock stations, terrestrial radio, uh, Octane on Sirius XM. I hear it on that constantly. It's in the Biggins Top 15 now. So definitely go out and pick up a copy of her album. I'm sure everyone is familiar with who Lacey is. She was with the band Flyleaf for 10 years, and they were a platinum-selling, Grammy-nominated uh, band. But it is nothing short of uh, stellar in terms of this new album that she currently has out now. So please pick it up. A little bit else about Lacey. She's just such a genuine person. I did so much research on her, and she really is a role model for people out there. She, you know, experienced some challenges and, and definitely some some psychological turmoil growing up, but her message really is positive. She's optimistic, and it really exudes a lot of hope, and that's what she communicates not only through her music, but she's also an author. She does a lot of speaking um, seminars, too, where she goes out to give a lot of support to people. So let's see if she calls in yet, and then we will uh, bring her on the air. Also, be sure to check her out. You can go to Lacey Sturm on um, Twitter. You can also go to her on Facebook, and uh, be sure to look for upcoming tours. I know she's going to be doing some of the major rock festivals in the near future. So while we wait for her to call in, let's do this. Let's go to a break. I'm going to play her hit single, Impossible, which I said is currently in rotation everywhere and just making a major impact. So let me just go to the switchboard here and uh, get this ready to be played, and then we will hopefully come back and she will be on the air with us. So here we go. Lacey Sturm's hit single, Impossible, which is currently off of her new album, Life Screams, out now. I'm pouring out like I 
welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Again, impossible, but Lacey Sturm, I see she's in the switchboard, so I want to bring her on because I know we are pressed for time today, and she has a packed schedule with press to do. So amazing song, and let's now get her on the air. Hey, Lacey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Great. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that you have a, a packed schedule today, but um, it's just a pleasure to have you on and promote you and the new album, which is just phenomenal. So just kudos to you, too, for getting into the billboard. I saw last night that you were listed as the uh, one of the top uh, rock female vocalists in a very long time as a solo artist. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for what you said about the album. We're having so much fun with everything happening so fast. It's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I wanted to start out with, because I know we're limited for time, and again, I just want to offer it to you. I would love to have you back on at another point um, if you ever wanted to come on for a longer interview. But I think the one theme I really wanted to focus on in this interview was just I did a lot of research on reading about you and your life story, and uh, I think the thing that really stands out is just this positive, uplifting, optimistic message that you reveal as just a role model for so many people out there. And I can truly appreciate it because I'm actually a clinical psychologist. Um, so just, you know, reading about you and everything that you've been through just really was hitting home and just seeing how far you've come. So if you could talk a little bit about, you know, your background and growing up because I want that to kind of then transition into, you know, where you are today. Yeah, well, um, growing up, I I grew up in Texas and uh my mom was a single mom at one point with six children, and we struggled financially and um, and didn't always know where we were going to sleep or where our next meal was going to come from. And, and uh, my mom would always talk to me about about God taking care of us, and I saw him do that. So I, I did believe in that when I was younger. And then um, by the time I was 10 years old, I had a... Um, a cousin who was three, his mom was a teen mom as well. She lived with us for the first few years of his life. He was like my little brother, raised with us pretty much. And then she married a man when he was about three years old and moved off to Houston. We were in Arlington at the time. And shortly after that, that man beat my cousin, who was three, at, uh, to death. And oh my so my cousin died. Yeah, it was very shocking. And and I remember thinking, I thought God was supposed to take care of us, you know. Um, sure. And I, and I decided uh, I didn't believe in God and also got angry anytime people would talk about it because it felt like deceitful um, to talk about God is going to take care of us when things like that can happen. And and I also made a decision in my in my mind at the time, which I didn't realize till later on, it was an actual decision I made, but to stay sad for him. Um, why is he dead and I'm alive and I'll just stay sad for him and I just begin to hate happy people and how can you be happy in a world where bad things happen like that I just don't trust you and um, and just begin to hate people unless they hated people <laughs> so, right and so and you're still at this time you're still about 10 years old when this whole thing was going on and you're going through this turmoil so to speak and everything that's happening well, well, that was the turning point, I think, for me in a lot of ways. And then um, it progressed from there um, into depression and hate and hatred and all of that into my teens, you know, uh, 13, 14, 15. And then by the time I was 16, I just was tired and my soul was exhausted, right. you know. Um, 
and didn't want to didn't want to wake up anymore and planned to commit suicide. And on the day I planned to commit suicide, I had this encounter with God that uh, I didn't believe in, and it saved my it saved my life. Um, That's amazing. Really, and but it, and just to digress real quick, while you were talking about that. I remember reading about there was an incident that happened with your grandma, right? And that's how the whole thing got started where you, I guess you had an argument and then you went down, yeah. your grandma said you have to go to church and you actually, you listened to her. And like you said, that kind of was your, your salvation. I mean, that's just, yeah, wow. Yeah. And so I remember being, being, uh, it just changed my perspective completely to think that, that, Going from thinking that everything is just an accident, there's no purpose in it, and we don't really have mm-hmm. a, we're just sort of like a, you know, you can make your life whatever, and if you don't like it, then why keep living? And, and so I remember feeling like this the day before, and even hating people so much and myself the day before, and then having this encounter with God, it was so profound to sit, to, to feel the love that I felt in that moment, to feel love and peace in a way I had never experienced in my life and and uh and I fell in love with this this experience. I fell in love with this God that I came in contact with in that way. And and the next day I was at school and when you fall in love with a band or an artist, you know, you wanna explore their artwork, you know? And so mm-hmm. I was sitting in the cafeteria looking at all these people I had hated the day before and I realized all of a sudden that everybody in this room is God is God's artwork. And I just right, right. blew my mind like where I became completely fascinated by people. Like God made you, you're you're his art. What do you say about God? <laughs> you know? Right, like, right. No, that's great. No, that's no, such a what you said, it's such people. a profound, deep experience that, you know, quickly reframes basically how you looked at life and how you looked at yourself and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Starting to to love yourself, which is something that you you know you hadn't done. And I know for time purposes, believe me, I would love to. Oh gosh, I can interview you for for hours. But um, mm-hmm. I really want to also be able to um, you know get to your album. So yeah. why don't you just talk a little bit as we're talking about this? So you know you're, you're finding God and you're starting to you know you're starting to really appreciate life. Um, so how did you get into music? Let's let's do a couple of. Minutes with the Flyleaf, yeah. and then let's transition into uh, the new album you have. Yeah, I, um, I just wanted to, uh, after that encounter, I just wanted to, um, to to give everything I had to to sharing life, you know, to just sharing the life that I found in, in whatever way I could. And um, I love to wait tables, and I love to write stories, and I love to hang out with kids, and I did play guitar and sing and write songs as well. And so I just offered that all up and to God. And I was like, God, what do you want to do with all this stuff? I just want to make it beautiful for you and whatever that means. Because I am I have no plans for my life. I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And, and so now, now what do I do with this life? And and so I just tried to do the best I could with what was in front of me. And, uh, and I, caught, I felt since life is a gift, I wanted to steward it well. And... Um, so I I did all that as best I could, and I loved all of it, all those different things, you know, doing art and writing stories and watching kids and waiting tables and playing right. my guitar. And, and, and it just so happens that God blessed the music. And so I just, I remember playing my guitar for some of my friends, the song I wrote, and just watching them, the girl start crying and her say, 
song really means so much to me, and I want to hear it all the time. Wow. So I thought, oh, maybe I should record for her, <laughs> you know, because right. it helped her. And so, right. uh, so I just kept on like writing music with my friends, and that's how Flowers got started. And God blessed it. We went all over the world, and I and know. then when I got pregnant, uh, yeah, I know it was, it was an adventure. It was an open-handed so adventure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when I when I met when I finally got pregnant with my son after I met my husband, we married for a couple of years. I got pregnant with my first baby. I realized I needed a year off and to just learn what it meant to be a mom. And uh, and I, then I didn't know if I would come back after the year was up. And I told the guys that in the band, and they were upset. You know, they couldn't take a year off financially. They didn't feel like they could afford right. it. And so I was like, well, you know, I have to make this choice for my family, but if you guys want to get another singer, I'll, you know, you have my blessing. And I expected him to go, oh, no, Lacey, we're not fighting for that, you. Right. <laughs> no, but, but of course, I totally understand, you know, they need to make the decisions for their families. And so they got a new singer, and, and I went home, and I was so thankful. I had an amazing time just focusing on my identity as a mom and, uh, it was beautiful. And then uh, once I got my feet under me and learned how to keep my priorities in the right spot, I realized that if we did this as a solo project and we could keep things small and we didn't have to accept mm-hmm. everything that came in, financially we we could keep our priorities the way we wanted. Right. And so so that's why the solo think project quick, really I think, and this is Right, and I think this is a compliment. I think keeping things small, though, is going to be challenging for you because the album is just <laughs> blowing up, which is, you know, and, and again, take it as a compliment. But no, seriously, I mean, Lacey, the album, when I, you know, when Rick uh, Hoganson, who's booked this interview, and again, you know, kudos to him. I'm, I'm really excited to be working with him and some of the artists he's working with. But, um, you know, listening to this album, mm-hmm. seriously, it is 11 songs that is just back and forth packed with one hit after another. I mean, you don't get sick of it. And that's hard to say. You know, albums you'll listen to and you're like, yeah, there's a couple of cool singles on here. You know, it's, it's okay. But I mean, seriously, you guys, you and your husbands, oh. and I know you worked with some other very talented people, just did an outstanding job on everything from the songwriting to the production. You sound beautiful as always. Um, so, Thank you so yeah, much. talk a little bit about that, about the album. And, you know, how long did it yeah. take you guys to write it? What was the songwriting process like? Yeah, I mean, it was very family oriented. I had a, um, we, we obviously my husband and I wrote together. Corey Cooper from Skillet and I have been friends for a mm-hmm. long time. Uh, she's one of my heroes as a mom and as a person of faith and as a musician and everything she does. I'm just like a big fan of and um, and so we were hanging out at her house and she was like, "Hey, I want you to sing this song." just try to make up something for this I'm writing and I was like okay and we did it within like five minutes of me leaving her house we did one of the wow and and uh it was just magic you know it was just like this is this is easy and so we said hey let's do that again next time we see each other and it was just very natural and just out of our relationship and our friendship you know we just did that together and same with um David Hodges who was a mutual friend and he invited us to come over and bring our kids, and he has three amazing little daughters and beautiful wow. wife, also a rock star to me. She was pregnant at the time, and uh, and she's uh and and 
And then he was like, let's see if we, if we click writing together. Him and my husband hit it off, you know, really, you know, just became really good friends really quick. And they talked more than we did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so, cool. so we ended up writing some great songs with them. And it was, it was fun. It was all fun. And it all felt like family. And by the end, when the album came out, it just felt like a labor of love for a bunch of people that That's felt like awesome. friends and family. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you want to let's do this real quick? Because there is a caller that's been sitting on the switchboard, and I know we have you have to be off in a couple minutes, correct? Do you have another interview coming up? Because I know I got to watch the yes. time with you. Yeah. Yeah, I do have an okay. interview. Well, let's okay. do um, Let's take a quick call. We'll let them ask one question, and then we'll we'll come back real quick and uh, wrap things up for you, okay? But I just want to let you know that if for any reason you want to reach out to Rick, um, he does have my personal number, and if you ever want to come back on to promote upcoming books or whatever you have, please um, be feel, feel free to contact me, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So let's, time. let's take a uh, trying to get this person in. Okay, area code 909, you are on the air with Lacey Sturm, and we only have, unfortunately, one minute, so if you want to ask a quick question, go ahead. Hi. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for all your music. It's uh, really inspiring, and it's changed my life so much. Um, uh, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. I guess I seriously look up to you. Like I look forward to everything you have to say. Like this last two weeks, it's been life-changing. Um, my question is, uh, after you've been saved, I was wondering how did you, you – you're still dealing with depression, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. I haven't read your book. I haven't got it yet. But how did you deal with anxiety and depression um, even yeah. though you have that in your heart? Yeah. If that makes sense. That's a good question. And, and there's a daily, you know um, – a daily walk with that, and I, I daily need to uh, take. I mean, as a believer, you know, I find having a relationship with God the foundation of 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 my ability to go through and to keep going, and recognizing that there's a God who loves us, and and that He also has plans for our life that are good, and even all the things that we go through that seem like heavy and dark, that there's purpose in it, and that makes things feel so much uh, it's easier in a sense like you're going to use this for good and glory and you know a lot of the things most all the things that I've gotten to do with my life have come from the worst moments in my life when I've just pressed in and tried to find the glory in it and the wisdom in it on the, coming out on the other side and so that's oh, I, I think what I look for and I guess yeah. I'm just monitoring the time for you, Lacey, so I don't want to cut you it's off, okay. but I it's know okay. that. No, we're doing okay. Yeah. We're doing okay. Fun time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much you for too. calling in and for your question. Yeah, thank you thank so you. much for answering. Yeah, it's great to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to get the person in because they've been sitting in the, the room for like 10 minutes waiting. So, again, Lacey, um, it's an amazing album. I wish you much continued success, and I'm very excited to see what else is going to come in the future for you. So, like I said, I would love to have you back on to talk music, books, uh, up- mm-hmm. upcoming speaking events, whatever you have. So, as I said, feel free to reach out to Rick if you want to uh, come back on. Thank you so much. It was a great Okay. Interview. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you. Good luck with all of your other press that you're doing today, and I'm a huge fan and supporter of yours. So, again, much continued mm-hmm. success to you and the band. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Lacey. Have a great 
Have Bye. a great day. Bye. You too. All right, everyone. Lacey Sturrow. Unfortunately, she's doing a ton of press today. And, um, you know, we only had about 20, 25 minutes. And as I said, maybe we can get her back on at some point in the future. She is a fascinating person and just an amazingly talented artist, as well as an author and a speaker and just such a role model for people out there. As you heard the woman who called in, Lacey really had made an impact in her life. And um, I'm sure she's made an impact in a lot of people throughout the world's lives with her music and everything else that she does. So again, please check out Life Screams, which is her album. It is out right now. And as I said, it is chock full of hit singles one after the other. You're not going to be disappointed with this album. Um, and check her out on Facebook. So I will be having some other interviews coming up. So um, please check out my podcast, um, Approaching 200 Interviews, and I've had major national bands and artists on my show, comedians, filmmakers. You can um, go to The Carrie Element Show on Facebook and become a fan. That's where I keep up to date with upcoming interviews, events, and more. Um, if you follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. I will follow you back and also feel free to befriend me on Facebook. I love to keep in touch with people that way personally too. Um, although I couldn't do an introduction in the beginning of the show, um, I did mention with Lacey real quick that I can definitely um, empathize with her because I work uh, formerly as a clinical psychologist, but I also like to throw out there that my show is purely meant for entertainment purposes and we do not do any type of formal therapy or assessment on my show. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. And uh, like I said, please check out the podcast I've done. They're all on iTunes. I usually do about an hour-plus interview, and it's a very in-depth interview that really goes over the person's life story. So you're going to learn a lot of stuff on my show that you probably won't hear um, on other shows or see in other places. So thank you so much for tuning in today, and have a great day.